Welcome to the Pursuit of Wealth, where the H is surrounded by abundance. Join us as we navigate and explore health and wellness topics from mindset to deep health to intentions and everything in between. We welcome you with open hearts, open minds, and with the hopeful intention that you'll become a tiny bit better than yesterday. The pursuit of wealth, where the H is surrounded by abundance. Today, we want to welcome you with an open heart, an open mind, and an open glass, jar, bottle of water. Today, we're talking about hydration. And to do that, of course, we need our team, right? Good afternoon, Johnny. Good evening, actually, perhaps. Good morning to you, Tiffany. Thank you. That's right. Margaret, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. And Julie, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, morning, evening. Good day. Good day. And I just want to say that I know that if you figure out, you probably can't see us, but for some reason, Margaret and I are both wearing black and Johnny and Julie are both wearing yellow, which is kind of an interesting thing, especially because I've never seen either of you wear yellow, but (laughs) I love it. And I think it looks wonderful on you both. Let's pop the top off of this hydration topic. So again, we're talking about hydration today. And for some of us, depending on where you are, it is approaching the very hot and humid and sort of that that hotness, right? Where we're probably going to need a little bit more water too or hydration. So, let's get into hydration. Sort of what it is and why the hell are people telling us to drink more water? Well, I can tell you that our, our bodies are about 60% water and all of our cells depend on water. Some interesting stats that I've found, bone is about 22% water, fat cells contain about 25% water, muscle is about 75% water, blood is nearly 83% water, and our brains are nearly 90% water. So you can imagine when we don't get enough water, in our system, a lot of things aren't going to function very well. I read something yesterday that was really funny to me, but it's actually true. And it said, um, the human body is 90% water. So we're basically cucumbers with anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) That is pretty funny. I love it. I mean, how much water you need obviously is going to depend on a lot of different factors. You know, the climate, their level of exercise, your personal health, your gender, your size, um, your age, you know, they're just so many different factors. So if somebody tells you this is the formula you should use across the board, that isn't necessarily valid. Um, But drinking water in lieu of drinking other things is a valid recommendation because our bodies need it in its purest form, um, 
in order to, to survive. And I can tell you that I have a client who wasn't drinking very much water and suffered for headaches for probably the last seven or eight years. And since she has started drinking enough water, she doesn't have headaches anymore. So she was chronically um, dehydrated. Right. She wasn't giving her body what she needed or that juicy watery brain of hers. Right. I don't know why I said juicy. I kind of sounded weird, but um, <laughs> we all have juicy brains, <laughs> juicy joints, right? Yeah. And we juicy joints yeah. and hydrated brains. That's probably makes a little bit more sense, but you know, in, 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 and I just want to highlight the fact that this is not a conversation of like drink a gallon of water a day and mm -hmm. it'll change your life. Right. We're not talking about that at all. We're just talking about hydration in its broadest form in its broadest sense. And what's the easiest way to mitigate dehydration? Because again, the opposite of hydration would be dehydration, right? Which is not a good place to be either no. at all. Yeah. I find that um, a lot of times I was getting that mid-afternoon fatigue at work. And I found that when I started drinking water more regularly, that subsided. My I move more freely physically when I am hydrated. I go to the bathroom more regularly when I'm properly hydrated. Which if we take it, if we take a look at our 10,000 steps, right? And people say, well, I don't want to drink more water because I'm not to go to the bathroom. It's like, dude, you're, you're getting more steps in, right? What's bad about that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're just walking away. I remember when I was nine months pregnant and I counted how many times I went to the bathroom. I don't know why, because I drink a lot of water. It went 19 times in an eight hour day. Okay. 19 times. I didn't move much because I was very pregnant and didn't feel good about anything. But then I was like, well, at least I'm moving because the bathroom was kind of far away. I don't think I got any work yeah. done, but anyways, it's just an interesting thing, right? Like we can always find a positive. Yeah. You yeah. go to the bathroom, but you're moving more. It's yeah, all good. It, it does subside. Actually, when you, when you do that consistently, it does subside, but you should be going at least every couple of hours just to keep your body flushed out and, and functioning well. Moving more or less, right? Yeah. Not movement, but moving. moving. And I know I have a problem with hydration. And when I say that, I mean, I drink a lot of water. Uh, I definitely drink over a gallon a day and I don't go anywhere without water. And when I see people not drinking, it literally stresses back to our other conversation. It's not something I can control. I'm going to work on that. But like, how can you not drink water? To me, I just can't see it. It doesn't even make sense to me. You know what I mean? When I first met my significant other, we went for a hike. It was 90 degrees outside. And so knowing what I know about myself, I think I brought, I don't know, probably four liters of water, like something like really, really abundance of water. And I drank it all. And at one point she says, I'm really concerned about how much water you're drinking. And I looked at her with her 16 ounce bottle of water. And I said, I'm very concerned with how much water you're not drinking. How could you like hike, right? She's concerned about my abundance of water. And then she had this tiny little bottle of just like sipping on it and I'm sweating and like everything. So it is, it is very nuanced and very personal to people, right? How much water that they do drink. Um, but, but where should your hydration come from when we're talking about it? We're not talking about, well, there, are many, there are many ways uh, that we can increase our intake of water. Um, and not only when it's convenient to be having a glass or a jar of water with you when you're working out, when you're at work, when you're walking outside, um, but even through your food, 
a lot of fruits and vegetables are mostly made of water. Mm -hmm. And water, uh, as we say, when we're drinking water, it is able to flesh out the toxins. It's able to allow for circulation. When we drink water, it regulates our temperature or helps regulate mm -hmm. our temperature. It's a very good point. And one of the timings for water is also quite important. Um, and, and it depends on what you're reading in the literature. I would recommend all of the listeners to do some of your own research, but also listen to your internal dialogue with what water does for you. When you feel thirsty, that means you were thirsty two days ago. Okay, so drink water consistently and regularly because it's only going to make you more balanced mm -hmm. and create um, better fluid retention over time and allow your stomach to get rid of any of the toxins. When you wake up, drink some water. When we sleep, we are detoxifying. Our brain begins to flush out all of the gunk, all of the toxins that have been flowing up and down. When we're especially in a deep sleep, there is a chemical that allows for cleanup. And when we either don't get proper sleep, that can stay in there. When we get up and in, in a stress mode of rushing to work or rushing out the door, when we're unable to flesh that out, it's only going to stay with us. But when we go to sleep in a relaxed state, when we're able to get up in a relaxed state and to be drinking a glass of water to be able to flush that out, to go to the bathroom, you should probably feel like you need to go to the bathroom within the first hour of the morning because a lot of your fluids are being recycled and out of the body. Mm -hmm. now, Which is why it tends to be the most strongest color perhaps odor. I know that's getting a little weird, but it's true, right? In the yeah. morning, it's always going to be a little bit different than, you know, throughout the day when you are able to have, you know, the water or, you know, sort of like that hydration, you know, it's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Our and body we can get produces, to the color chart later. Yeah. Our body produces an, a huge amount of waste products. Mm -hmm. I mean, cells, cells die off and, you know, food that we can't, um, fully digest and absorb has to be eliminated. Things that we take in through our skin, things that we breathe, our body has to be able to flush that out. And, you know, those, and some people say toxins, some people say waste products and, you know, it, however you look at it, our body has to get rid of those things. Mm -hmm. Bacteria, right. you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Well, they're and, both. Yes. They're all of the above completely. Yeah. And the better our metabolic system is able to function, the easier it is to excrete that. Right. Um, not only through our feces, but also when we go to the bathroom. And man, when we're, our metabolic system is not functioning well, those viruses, that gunk, that, you know, the toxins are only going to stay within us mm -hmm. longer than we want, which causes metabolic issues. And those toxins with a damaged microbiome, with a damaged gut, although we might be drinking a lot of water, what can happen is that we may not be flushing out all of those toxins right. or we may not be absorbing the water as efficiently and it may just be running through us. Mm -hmm. Another part of the importance of fluids is when we're only drinking water and we're drinking water excessively, we need to be making sure that we're also including um, our vitamins and minerals along with that. 
Yeah. And that doesn't mean the, the brand vitamin water, not to create problems, but it doesn't actually contain. No, you can get your hydration from foods and from water in pretty much what 90% of every scenario. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and this is a funny point. And I, I, I know Margaret will get a kick out of this, but I heard this one time and it was kind of interesting to me when people are working out and they bring their water, right? Why do most people bring water to work out? It's, it shouldn't be because they're thirsty, because if you are focusing on your hydration and you are hydrated, the water serves only to be a break. Not really because you're thirsty, right? If you're working out for an hour, you do not need water. You shouldn't need it. And if you do, that's more of a sign that you haven't hydrated properly, right? Or you're using it as I do as a reason to stop for a minute, right? Like, oh, I'm so thirsty. No, I'm really just taking a break. Like, let's just call it what it is. I'm not that thirsty. Like I can work out for an hour and not read water and everything will be okay. I can be sweating. It's no problem, right? You see these kids that are out on the fields and they're trying to, you know, their parents are giving them the Gatorades and all these other, like they should be hydrated before they even step onto the field. Because when does hydration start, especially for an athletic event, the day before, two days before. You know, you don't see marathoners drinking their water the morning of a marathon. Hell no. They're starting days before. Right. And the same is true for us. When I, when I was traveling a lot before I fly two days before I fly, I start extra hydrating and I, and again, and I do that, like Johnny said, you know, so I don't flush out all the electrolytes and the important minerals that I need and, and uh, mineral salts. I make sure that I have electrolytes as well. But again, only because I know that flying is so dehydrating, mm-hmm. canned air on the plane. Um, but, you know, for most people, I, for most people, you don't need to worry about the electrolytes and the neon colored sports beverages, no. unless you're out in 90 degree humid heat for hours and you're, you're doing some kind of intense activity. Yes. You need to replace those. Because hyponatremia is when you flush out all of those electrolytes and your body can't really function very well and you become over uh, waterlogged basically. Right. But it's, it's not that common as long as you're eating an abundance of fresh vegetables and fruits Mm -hmm. and getting those, getting those mineral salts that you need. Mm -hmm. And so again, this conversation serves to just be about a balance, right? Right. We're not talking about how to cure dehydration or cure overhydrating, right? It's just, how do you stay at your optimal? How do you stay at your peak performance? And one of them directly correlates to how hydrated you are. You know, I find it interesting. You can Google this too, but there are urine charts out there. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great for families to do, especially with kids, but also for yourself, right? There's feedback in the toilet. Yes. I mean, truly, right? Whether you cleaned it or didn't clean it, there's feedback right there, right? Also, there's feedback of what you're producing, right? And so when we talk about, um, you know, our poop, because I'll say it, Mm-hmm. there's feedback there. And when we talk about our pee, our urine, there's feedback there. Right. right? And that's information for us. That's data. You know, for me, I, it's going to sound funny, but for me, when, I, whenever I realize if I'm drinking enough, it's definitely the color. Yeah. You know, if except, I'm on the lighter side, I'm in the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I take those. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if, if I'm on the lighter color, I'm doing I'm doing great. 
if I'm not on the light color, I need to drink more water. Right. You know, it's like my go-to. Right. And sure. at the other side, if you peed and you don't see it, well, maybe you need to back <laughs> off the water. <laughs> I'm not saying it's Just happened to me, bit, but I'm yeah. saying it's happened to me. But also <laughs> odor too, outside of asparagus, um, because yeah. it's a very real thing. Outside of asparagus, you know, in your first like morning, like again, because like Johnny said, right, like our body is getting rid of stuff. We haven't moved. We haven't drank anything, you know, probably throughout the night. So that's a very different. Everything preceding that, though, should be, yeah. you know, is there a smell? Again, we're talking about urine because yeah. I don't know about you guys. My poop doesn't stink. But yeah. is there a smell? <laughs> is there a color? Right. Like what like what data are you receiving from that? Right. It's always important to look. Well, and something else interesting is you can use um, pH strips to test the the alkalinity mm. or acidity of of your urine. And I, a doctor, a naturopath I work with, um, does a lot with with that information because it can tell a lot about how your body is processing different acids and um, you know tells about your diet and your hydration level. Mm-hmm. Um, so. so I have a question. Mm-hmm. I don't like water. Just kidding, I do. Mm-hmm. But if I said I didn't like water, what would, how, what, what can I do? What can I do? What should I do? How do I, how do I increase my water when I don't, I know I don't drink enough asking for a well, friend? You can, you can start adding, you can have water and add, let's say some fruit and it's mm-hmm. called like infused water. Mm-hmm. You can add berries or citrus fruits or even herbs and mm-hmm. ginger or whatever you like just to add a little flavor to that water. And then you're not basically, you know, adding anything else. Um, There's also carbonated water or seltzer water, you know, but with those, you gotta be a little careful because some of them, they add sugar to it. Mm. And the content of sugar is, it can be pretty high and negative, but then the, well, I hate the natural flavors, but yeah, the, there are carbonated waters with natural flavors like Lacroix yeah. that actually won't Pelican. harm you. Or yeah, yeah, and they will actually hydrate you. Um, but just I personally drink a lot of sparkling water. Um, I do like the the sensation of the sparkling yeah. water. That I makes like me it feel too. It's different. Yeah, you, you have to be careful about how it's carbonated because a lot of them have phosphoric acid, which Sodium. can completely leach calcium out of your bones. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so again, it's balance. And if drinking carbonated mm-hmm. water means you actually get water, then that's better. Right. Than and not, no water. Yeah. yeah not right. Drinking. The spa waters I find mm-hmm. really, really great. Something else I learned from an Ayurvedic practitioner is to boil a liter or a quart of water and then add some spices to it. And I was doing um, ginger, cinnamon, and a little tiny dash of cayenne. And that Mm. gave the water a really nice taste. It felt easy to drink because it was warm. Um, Maybe not in the summer. I don't think I I would like doing that as much. But I just found it because I was struggling in the wintertime to drink water because it's cold in our house. And um, drinking that hot water that way without Mm. infusing a a whole herbal tea, which is also fine. Mm -hmm. But just putting those little spices in, you know, the ginger and the cayenne are really good for digestion and circulation and um, immune system. Yeah. Immune system. So so that's a nice way to do it as well. Sure. Flavor. I I will bring up one that may be a little um, different, but I think is a wonderful um, choice. Also, instead of water, 
bone broth. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, bone broth can be extremely hydrating because it does it will be plentiful and you know electrolytes and things like that but it is water based too sure. so i think i think bone broth can be extremely you know hydrating or you know can keep you hydrated because it's all about you know how much are you getting in because again you're outputting you're outputting a lot physically mentally uh spiritually whatever right everything we're doing is just sort of like outputting so what are you inputting right we talk about our food so much and how important our diet is and what we consume from beverages is equally important or could be detrimental, right? Like let's talk about some hydration sabotagers. Like it sounds pretty scary, but um, I, I can think of one. Ah, there it is. Alcohol can be an extreme hydration sabotager. So can too yep. much coffee. Uh-huh. And then you say, well, it is made by water. But the caffeine is a diuretic. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it, it takes, it, it isn't, it is going to ruin your water intake because again, there are different schools of thoughts, but caffeine right. is a diuretic. And I know my doctor has told me no caffeinated coffee because I need to keep my water um, balance um, where it needs to be. And because the caffeine is a diuretic, he doesn't want me having it again. That's me. Yeah. Right. But, you know, again, if, if all you're drinking is coffee all day long, then that isn't probably the best thing for your body. It's highly acidic. The caffeine is a diuretic. So you're not actually replacing the water that you're losing when you right. drink. And so, so when we're talking about alcohol, coffee, I'll even bring up soda, mm-hmm. um, energy drinks, things like that. Sure, they are liquid mm-hmm. and they moisten our palate, so to speak. But again, this isn't a conversation of don't drink it. Or, or not, it's just maybe you need to have a glass of water with it. Yeah. Yep. Because you know, it to accompany that. Our body has to process that water it can take into the cells. When we're drinking purified, you know, pure water, our body can take that directly into the cells without much effort. Those other things mm-hmm. have to be digested and processed. And our body has to figure out what to do with the other stuff that's in it. Right. So it's which most of the time, the other stuff, it's either alcohol or sugar, right? Which is, yeah, which is causes a lot more inflammation to our body as right. well. Exactly. Especially which those neon to- colors. Mm. <laughs> There's a reason why they're vibrant. It's so that they make it appealing, yeah. but our body certainly doesn't want it or know exactly yeah. what to do with it. Right. It becomes a foreign sort of substance, you know, within our body. Mm-hmm. Well, it becomes a disjoint between mm-hmm. what we're seeing and perceiving with our minds, but our minds can logically tell one thing where once we intake it, our stomach, what we can't see, will be a completely different reaction. Right. And so to be more conscious of that, to be more mindful, the more that we're educated on the way that the different functions of food and water and hydrating affects our bodies at different states um, throughout the day will allow us to be more conscious in what we're taking in and how we're responding to that. Of course, those bright colors are appealing to our eyes because we have been conditioned for thousands and thousands of years before modern day to attract, be attracted to those bright colors, to pick them off when they're ripe. I had a I had a friend, a uh, work colleague who used to drink two liters of Mountain Dew a day. Oh, I and, know plenty of them. Yeah, and yeah. 
he wanted to stop. And so um, one of the things that we did was he started putting like three quarters Mountain Dew and a quarter water in a mm. And over time, as his palate changed, he increased the amount of water until it was just a splash of Mountain Dew in the water. And, you know, if you're someone who really struggles with trying to break a soda habit or trying to figure out how to drink water because it doesn't have flavor, um, you know, that that's one approach that, that you can try. It's never all or nothing. Mm. And, you yeah. know, whatever approach you take, if it helps you ease into drinking more water and fewer of those other beverages, then that's great. Um, yeah. you know. There's always ways to sort of increase it is what you're mm -hmm. saying. The water, right? Like the, yeah. whether it's a carbonated water, the, you know, the herbal teas or infused water, you know, there is ways to increase it. And again, it's not a conversation of stop drinking, whatever it is that you're drinking. This is more a conversation of just being a little bit more aware mm -hmm. and finding ways to bring more water into your life, right? Into your daily habits, into your daily routine, because you will find it to be quite satiating and you will notice when you don't have it. But again, when you notice that you're thirsty, you're already in that negative wheel. Well, and if, if nothing else really sinks in, think about it from a vanity perspective, your skin will look so much better mm -hmm. when you're hydrated. Your skin needs a lot of moisture. And right now as in the Northern hemisphere, as we're entering into these hotter months, our bodies are going to need more water. And if you want to avoid that kind of wrinkled weathered look, water is a great way to help. It, it's very yeah. interesting, Julia, that you bring that up. When I was a kid, I had, um, well, I still have eczema and my godmother said to me, drink more water. I have eczema and you got to drink more water. It will help hydrate your skin. Cause I had really dry skin and things like that. And I owe it to her, my affinity towards water, because I started drinking more water for whatever reason, it just clicked in my young mind. And I said, okay, I'm going to start drinking more water. What do I have to lose? And since then, this is, I mean, to know me is to know that I drink a ton of water and that's just what it is. Right. But I, but I, I give credit to her for even I don't, again, I just, I, I needed it that, that moment. Apparently I, I mean, I was pretty young and I remember just being like, okay, this is what it is. I'm going to stop drinking anything else. I'm just going to drink water. And that's what I did. And then your body just gets used to it. Right. Like I don't pee half as much as you might think if you first see me because my body is used to it. I've adjusted to it, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I think this is my world of advice for getting better hydration. A vessel matters. Yes. Your vessel matters. If you don't drink enough water, Amazon, Target, Walmart, whatever, whatever, find yourself a bottle that stimulates you, right? That sounds weird. Find a bottle that you like, that feels that good. That you drink. like, right? Because vessels <laughs> matter. I will always say that where you get your water from and how you do it, right? You need to be attracted, right? We talk about the colors and things like that, right? Like I have a lot of waters right now. I'm drinking out of a mason jar. I love drinking out of mason jars. For me, this is my vessel when I'm at home. This is what I love. Julie, you have always the same vessel too. Margaret, I've seen you with the same vessel. Although I do have to say, I haven't really seen Johnny drink very much. Do you have a favorite vessel, Johnny? You know, I don't, but I usually have a glass underneath my desk that I drink out of quite often. So short answer, no, I don't have a favorite vessel. 
maybe I should. Johnny, I encourage you to get to find a vessel and see if it changes your sort of awareness of water, if that makes sense. Because I do have an awareness of water and I do intake it quite often. Yeah. So for me, it's more about showing up for the water mm -hmm. uh, than the vessel. The vessels matter. My brother also drinks a lot of water like me and he was going for a job interview and he was like, Tiff, I have to be in this interview for two hours. I can't live on a 16 ounce bottle of water. And I'm like, I know, what are you going to do? And like, we literally had this conversation about what he was going to do about his water. He knew I was the only other person that could identify with like this scary, oh my God, I have to be two hours without water. This is like, I can't do it. Right. And it's just such a, but he knew he could talk. So we, you know, kind of found a way for him to get more water, but you know, it, it's a funny thing, you know, when you probably for you to listen to, but it is what it is. Right. And again, I, I, I truly believe strongly in vessels, the kids, they all need to have their vessels that they go to because that will help you drink more water without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. I, I also, I'm, I'm very picky about it too, because like I have my water bottle and then I also have like my coffee, which is like my sacred thing in the morning. And I'm always carrying both. And even now that I went home, um, my mom saw me with my both my my vessels and I was and she was like why are you traveling with your coffee mug and I'm like because I like to pour my coffee there in the morning and just enjoy it you know you brought it's your coffee a, mug with you that is such oh, a yeah. wonderful idea yeah. I always bring my water yeah. bottle but I never thought about bringing my coffee mug Margaret I wear it everywhere I'm always carrying both things because I it's just a matter of like a comfort zone Okay, yeah. I'm having my coffee. I'm wherever I am, but I'm still having my right. precious coffee in the morning. And and it was funny that she even I, like identified it. And she was like, "Why are you bringing this stuff?" And I'm like, "I don't. I really enjoy it. It makes me feel I don't know comfortable and it's drinking an accessory." On it, so. Margaret's like, "Well, I forgot my shoes, but I have <laughs> yeah. my coffee mug and water." Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely find find that little thing that incentivates or yeah incentivizes to, to drink more water and and I'm also very picky like I I I love my Spindrift sparkling water me too but I can't pour it I love I love to drink it with ice but I can't pour it on my on my water vessel like I can't I need another separate thing it will taint to it. drink that. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm the I'm the collector. So I might be on the other side of the obsessive side of it, but no, you know, it's just Not whatever makes you, yeah, it's just whatever makes you drink it, yeah, feel comfortable about it, motivates you. Set yourself. Um, up I also, yeah, I I also like to buy, and I I'm very, I you probably know this about me already, but I like to plan everything. So my water bottle, it's 24 ounce. So I kind of know what's my goal. So my goal every day is six bottles of water. And I kind of know where I'm at thanks to my water vessel, you know? Mm, so um, That's a good point. So it's also a very easy way to keep track of yeah. how, if you're not really drinking right. water that day or you know, and hold yourself accountable to it, right? Because uh -huh. that's just a personal goal. You're not saying I need 128 ounces. You're just saying for me to feel good, I fill this yeah. up six times and I drink it. And that is a good day 
for me of water, right? Like it's not. But yeah, and sometimes you know you you say one hundred one hundred ounces of of hydration a day might sound like a lot, but is it really? What mm. about if you take I don't know forty eight ounces of water and then you add you had a, a cup or two of tea or coffee during the day, and then let's say you poured some milk on your cereal and maybe had a salad you had a glass of wine yeah had a salad or you had a glass of wine at night that if you add everything up that's 100 ounces well and you look really at easily running to yeah. the convenience store and the fast food i mean look at the jumbo sizes of beverages they're serving so 100 ounces yeah. of water isn't really that much compared to some of those jumbo drinks. And I think the other thing that's that's important is start small. Mm. Start by adding one glass a day and do that for, you know, add that extra glass for a couple of weeks and then add another glass and and see how you go and let your body adjust. The the more important part of that is being consistent with it because mm -hmm. drinking 100 ounces one day and then drinking 20 ounces every day for the rest of the week isn't going to help you. Mm -hmm. Right. If you. Right. And you're just building that habit so yeah. that your body like says, oh, OK, this is what I need. And then your body is going to tell you. Right. Like it's not going to be like it's not a thought to me to drink water ever. Yeah. Right. I don't go like, oh, I haven't drank water. I'm just drinking it throughout the day. You know what I mean? Because you actually know how you feel. Yeah. How good how good you feel or how bad you feel if you're not like I, I personally know if I'm not drinking enough water for me it it results on a headache right or even constipation yeah hey, that's a very good point constipation afternoon fatigue yeah yeah my i know someone who was able to lower blood pressure just because he was so dehydrated once he started drinking a regular amount of water, obviously adding in some exercise and other things, but the biggest factor was the water and it made a difference because your blood is, you know, 80, right. 80% water. Water is the elixir of life. Yes. Right. It really is a, is a wonderful thing. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go get some water? I know. Right. Let's yeah. go get some water. I actually have some here. Well, especially here in the South. This week we had like a heat situation. <laughs> a heat where, situation. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I that was, was funny. I don't know. I would just go outside and it was even hard for me to breathe. It was just maybe like 93 degrees. Yeah. And I was like, what on earth is happening? And I actually you you really gotta understand that I know it's it shouldn't be with the seasons because your body is the same and it's going to require almost the same amount, but just be mindful that if it's, there's a lot of heat and you're sweating a lot, you're losing more water mm -hmm. yeah. than normal. So you got to add more water intake. Just you got to take it in. Right. Yeah. yeah. And even in the winter, our body works really hard to keep us warm. Mm-hmm. And the temperature a, regulation. Yeah. And we, we lose a lot of water in the temperature regulation and, um, just the dry, the dry air that we tend to have more dry air in the winter, obviously, mm. depending on where you live. That's a very good point as well. These are all really good points. So, you know, I think today we've covered what, um, drink more water, 
right? We're not saying how much, but just add more water. And I don't think one of us wouldn't do well with having a little bit more water, exactly. right? For, yeah. for whatever reason. Um, we talked a lot about the vessels. I think that they matter, right? I think we yeah. can all agree that it, it does matter. Um, and, you know, you can, it doesn't have to be water, right? But sugar drinks probably aren't the way to hydrate. No. Just the water with other flavors is totally appropriate if that's how you need to get your water, right? Because you, you have to do what's right for you. Yeah. And so I think if this conversation serves to do anything, it's just, we usually say 1%, but I'm going to say one ounce better. I love it. Because I think that's very fitting. <laughs> so we just want that you to be fitting. one ounce better today than you were yesterday. This podcast was produced by Margaret, Julie, Tiffany, and myself. Keep updated for the latest deep health, nutritious conversations. If you're already successful in the health and well-being industry, a coach, practitioner, trainer, marketer, the esoteric, and other related career passions with a thriving business and have an interesting story, we'd love to hear from you. 